right. Well, welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a minute since I've uploaded my last episode, probably about two years. Um, I went back to school about a couple years ago, so I've just been busy. I am studying to earn a degree in journalism, and it's been great. I've learned a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of new stuff, but it's it's super um, invigorating and motivating. And actually, one of my school assignments is to upload a podcast episode. And luckily, I've already got the podcast. All I have to do is record something and post it. So easy enough. Uh, I will say, though, that this topic is a little heavy. Um, It's not something that I've talked about before on my podcast. Um, And I will say that there will be mentions of death Uh, sexual assault and rape. So if you are not comfortable with those topics, I do not blame you at all for not listening to the rest of this episode. But this is a story of one of my cousins, my fourth cousin to be exact. Um, Her name is Heather Guerrero. And everything revealed in this episode was gathered via several news reports, case documents, and it is true and accurate according to those reports and to my knowledge. So Heather was 15 at the time, and she spent her mornings delivering newspapers with her father. Back home in my hometown of Gearing, Nebraska, um, I think she delivered for the Scotts Bluff newspaper, however, but they are, Scotts Bluff and Gearing are very similar, they're neighboring towns, Um, you just like cross a railroad track and you're there in the other town. So Heather did that with her father very early in the mornings. However, on February 11th of 2003, Heather was on her normal paper delivery route, but this time without her father. I'm not entirely sure why her father did not come this time, but Heather never returned home that day, and she was reported missing around 6 a.m. And nearly four hours later, Heather's uncle discovered her body in the basement of an abandoned building near Lake Minotaur in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. And Lake Minotaur is about 20 minutes away from Heather's neighborhood. I've personally visited this lake many times in the summer months, and the lake is crowded with trees, brown sand. There's a lighthouse at the lake, but I imagine on a early February morning, it's cold and it's dark. Um, So who knows what was going through Heather's mind as this was happening to her. And it was there, near that lake in the abandoned building, that Heather died from a gunshot wound to the head, as reported on her autopsy. And it was also discovered that she sustained injuries that were consistent with either forcible penetration or consensual sex. A witness to the incident, Jim Vance was his name, claimed that he was walking his dog that morning when he heard a scream about a hundred feet away. He reported that seconds after hearing the scream, a gray Nissan Altima with headlights off sped by. Vance walked over to where he heard that scream from, but he saw no evidence of foul play and assumed it was just a domestic dispute. Until police began patrolling that area about an hour after he heard that scream. So police began piecing together that the driver of this Nissan was likely the person who might have taken Heather. 
Police then located that car. It had belonged to a friend of a man named Jeffrey Hessler, who was a neighbor of Heather. So police searched the Altima, and what they found were three boxes of live ammunition, some ammunition that had already been fired, and Hessler's wallet. So naturally, they brought him in for questioning. During the interrogation, Hessler surrendered his semi-automatic handgun to the police, and he then admitted to having sex with Heather, but he insisted it was consensual. He said then that Heather told him that she could not keep this encounter to herself, that she would have to tell other people, and Hessler said uh, that he, quote-unquote, freaked out and took her to the basement of the abandoned house and shot her in the head. Hessler then admitted to the rape of another 15-year-old girl who also delivered the newspaper. And on February 26th of 2003, the state charged Hessler with five counts. Count one, premeditated murder. Count two, felony murder. Count three, kidnapping. Count four, first degree sexual assault. And count five, use of a firearm to commit a felony. And in connections with counts one and two, the state gave notice of aggravating circumstances and alleged that under Nebraska state law, Hessler had a substantial prior history of serious assaultive or terrorizing criminal activity and that the murder was committed in an effort to conceal the commission of the crimes of the kidnapping and sexual assault of Heather and the sexual assault of the other 15-year-old girl and that the murder was especially cruel and manifested exceptional depravity by ordinary standards of morality and intelligence. On May 19th of 2003, Hessler pleaded guilty to count two of felony murder and to count four of first-degree sexual assault. And on April 9th of 2004, Hessler filed a motion to plead guilty to the count of felony murder and to all remaining counts other than premeditated murder. And a hearing on the motion was scheduled for April 14th. And on that day, the state filed a motion to dismiss the count of felony murder and then denied Hessler's motion to plead guilty to that count. Kessler then declined to plead guilty to all the remaining counts and attempted to appeal that order, but the court dismissed the appeal. Today, Hessler is sitting on death row and has attempted multiple times to have his sentence overturned, and the Nebraska Supreme Court has denied it every time. And while we lost Heather 20 years ago, this story has always haunted me and crept up on me, and although I don't remember Heather, I don't have any memories of her it's frightening because the town that i grew up in this small town in nebraska is that kind of town where everybody knows each other everybody is each other's neighbor everybody takes care of each other and then something so cruel and twisted like this happened and something that you think this is only in the movies this is only in fiction but it actually happened and it happened to someone you know and it happened to your family So if Heather was still with us, she would be, I believe, 34 years old today. And that's just crazy to think about. It's sad. So that is my story for today. Um, Thank you for listening. And I'm so sorry if it was hard to hear, but it is a reality, unfortunately. Um, Thank you for listening and hearing my story about my family. And I hope that... You have a good rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever time it is where you are listening to this. Thank you.